This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. So the Minister of Higher Education and Training, uh, Dr. Bladen Simand, uh, says that uh, students, uh, it is students in the lower middle income group for the most part, rather than national student financial aid scheme students or students dependent on NSFAS that are currently facing the biggest financial challenge. Students around the country have continued with protests over financial exclusion. Addressing Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Higher Education and Science and Technology, the minister recalled that in 2017, 2017 the department had written off or paid off for some of the students' historic debt, in 20, and, uh, but uh, we, they also had to direct universities to register students subject to an acknowledgement of debt and an undertaking that they would pay off the debt once they start working assuming that they get a job, of course, after graduating. Let's speak to the chairperson of that portfolio committee on uh, higher education, science and technology. Uh, that's uh, Mr. Philemon Mapulani, who joins us on the line. Good morning and thank you so much for your time. Good morning, Titi, and uh, thank you for having me. The, painter, the, paint, the picture painted by the minister yesterday in his presentation to you is not a very encouraging one, talking about this reallocation of resources in order to be able to fund um, NSFAS. I mean, just looking at this from a sustainability point of view, what are your thoughts then as a portfolio committee to what came out of that presentation? Well, uh, uh, first of all, TT, I think we... I must confirm that we had a presentation from the minister yesterday uh, regarding the current challenges uh, in higher education. Now, the minister informed us that uh, the amount of money that had to be reprioritized from the already allocated funds to the department is approximately $6.7 billion, mm. which largely comes from the National Skills Fund, about $3 billion coming from there and then also from the Department of uh, Higher Education and Training, which is another $3 billion, uh, some odd. Now, this is money that has already been, had already been allocated to the department. So Cabinet simply reprioritized it. And uh, what we, we were picking up is that there seemed to have been a commitment that during the budget, medium-term budget policy statement, there will be some adjustment uh, and some additional allocations to the Department of Higher Education. Are you convinced in this parliament that the right choices are being made here? Because that's what it comes down to as to what we prioritize at this stage. Is it funding more uh, first-year students entering the system or is it uh, the National Skills Fund that seeks to bring in more people, maybe uh, upskill them and uh, put them more into the economy or at least give them an opportunity to compete for, you know, you know, to opportunities in the economy, or is it the infrastructure that we should be prioritizing? Are you convinced and happy that the right choices are being made by the department? Well, we think, uh, um education uh, is an apex priority as resolved by the ruling party in its conference in 2017. And therefore, we think that the nation should allocate 
sufficient resources to the priorities that has been nationally determined. And education is part of it. Now, if you do reprioritize from the already allocated funds, you are not really solving the problem because you are taking away money that had already been committed in the exactly. system. Mm. Uh, so uh, we, uh, we, we were hoping really that the Minister of Finance, when he tabled his budget uh, some couple of weeks back, he was going to make big pronouncements about allocation to NSFAS. As you know, that the NSFAS has been experiencing a shortfall as a result of a variety of factors, one of which was the extended academic year as a result of COVID. And we know that the, the COVID and the lockdown resulted in a situation of economic hardships. As a result, some people lost their jobs and therefore they are no longer able to support their students at tertiary institutions. So there were a number of reasons why there was a shortfall in terms of the alloc- the money that NSFAS had. Right. So that explains we the shortfall. The you were hoping the minister would? We were hoping that the Minister of Finance is going to allocate uh, money from the fiscals to, to cover the shortfall of NSFAS. So unfortunately it didn't happen. Yeah, and what do you what is uh, what do you expect will be different next year? Well, we think that uh, NSFAS may recover because uh, the projections for this academic year is that the academic year will be completed in uh, in December. So it's going to be a shorter academic year for about say because it's starting now in March, so it's going to be approximately for about. Uh, eight, nine, nine, nine months. So NSFAS will be able to recover. And what about uh, the missing middle that the minister spoke of? How do we decide to deal with that challenge? TT, the missing middle is one of the the biggest headaches that we are having currently in the higher education system. Uh, you know that government is committed to fund students from the working class and the poor. Uh, those whose combined household income is 350,000. Now, the the missing middle, which is much more pronounced in VET, and that's why we're having all these difficulties, these protests in VET, because uh, you have got people who are unable, you know, because their household income is more than 350,000, but it's less than 600,000. So they are not able because of uh, all the added pressures, you know, in their income mm. to take their, their students through universities. And VET is one of the most expensive universities, by the way. And that's where you have the largest concentration of the missing middle. Right. And that's why we're having problem. It's a policy gap. It's something that the minister is committed to attend to. And uh, we are encouraging as well to find, you know, innovative ways of resolving this issue. All right. We're going to have to leave it there, Mr. Mapulani. I appreciate you coming on, though. Thank you very much, Titi. Chairperson of Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Higher Education, Science and Technology. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.